0: Welcome back to the 26th I Thirst follow-up. Today we will speak about the importance of Sunday Mass and Daily Mass and the beautiful fruits of the Mass. So we'll start in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So Sunday Mass is a non-negotiable it is something where we have to give God the glory that is his due and so if we really think about it here if we had only one hour to spend with our spouse or one hour just hypothetically to spend with our child And we have the whole week and then one hour comes on Sunday. And then when we come to that hour of Sunday, and this is just hypothetically the only time that we can spend with our spouse or the only time that we can spend with our child. And then the rest of the time we have to do other stuff. Here, if we just say when that hour comes, I... You have to do something else at that time because i have so much work to do or i have to do this instead of see my spouse right here we have all this time to prepare right all of the time in that week and if we just say i don't have time for that really i'm going to try and do it some other time really that's something really serious and if you really think about it if you only have one hour to spend with your little daughter or one hour to spend with your little son and you just say when that hour rolls around that well i have to go and do something else and then this is really serious so a lot of people say why do we say as a catholic church or why does the catholic church tell us that it is a mortal sin to miss Mass on Sunday and Holy Days of Obligation. So it's not just Sunday Mass, but also Holy Days of Obligation. Why is it a mortal sin to miss Mass on those days? Why is it a serious sin? Well, here, if we really don't pay attention to our spouse or really don't pay attention to our child, just for that one hour, think now of bringing it up to another level of God. This is the creator of the universe. This is the person who gives us the ability to blink and breathe. If we really think about it here, he has done everything for us and he is due that honor. He is due that glory. And so we must really think of the necessity of giving God that worship. Here in this day and age, we are always thinking, it's my choice to go and do this. It's my choice to do this. It's my choice to do this. We never really think about responsibility and really, it is our responsibility to give God the praise that he is due or else there is this vacuum nobody's filling this who is going to praise God for creating the entire universe who is going to praise God for giving us the Eucharist who's going to praise God for giving us the sacraments for giving us the Blessed Virgin Mary there are so many things that we have to do in order to really fill that vacuum of what is due towards God he has given us everything most of all he has given us his son to die on the cross And so if we really think about it, when am I going to really give praise to God as he is due? Right Now the next question is, do I just choose the time? Can I just go and do it once a month or once a year, whenever I choose it, whenever I have time? This is very important to really think about because here it's not really our choice, but it's really how God has chosen that his worship will be. And so we must indeed worship worship God when he tells us to. And indeed, this is what he says in the commandments. Keep the Sabbath day holy. And so this is why Sunday Mass is so important. We have to bring people to Sunday Mass. We have to really give him the honor that is due. Again, Sunday Mass is not entertainment. It's not about feeling good. Right here, we have to Give God his glory. That's the whole point of it. And when we do that, then we'll find that, wow, I actually will find peace. I will find all the things that I, you know, was looking for in the first place. But again, Mass is not about me. Mass is about God. Things are not about me, but things are about the person who created the entire universe, right? Actually, the three persons, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, right? The one God who has created the entire universe and has saved us by giving us his son. So we really have to think of going to mass in these terms as really giving God all the glory that he is due. Now, we should also strive to go to daily mass if possible. So during Lent, we should think, Can I arrange my schedule to go to daily Mass? Here, we really have to make every sacrifice that we can in order to try to make this happen. We have to really try to fit that in our schedule if we can, because the fruits of going to Mass are immeasurable. We have to really see that the Mass is the eternal sacrifice of Christ on the cross, and that whatever we ask for in Jesus' name, He will give to us if it is according to His will, and here... Asking in faith. If again, we realize what going to Mass is, we would just run to Mass. If the world knew what going to Mass is, they would all be just trying to pack themselves in the church every single thing that is happening during mass we cannot even begin to imagine how heaven touches earth we must really see if we really saw what mass is about what is happening about mass what is happening during mass what the priest is doing when he is at mass the churches would be packed every single day for every single daily mass and just as we try to you know try to binge on our you know shows that we're trying to watch and we make time for the shows how can it be that we cannot make time for daily mass and so we really have to try everything that we can and it really has to be this great effort sometimes it's difficult during our busy work schedules it's true but at least maybe if not daily mass at least maybe once a week twice a week three times a week as much as we can and we see how much benefit it will be for us so basically why are there all these problems in the world today is because people are not going to sunday mass and people are not going really out of their own free will to daily Mass. right? They are not praying. We are not praying as we should during the Mass. And all of the world's problems would be solved if we really treated Mass as it is, the most beautiful thing in this universe. Here, we have to see that the Mass is the cause of every good thing in this universe and so we see the beautiful fruits of the mass first of all it helps us to get holy we need to get holy in this world otherwise we are just going to become degenerate if we don't try to get holy then our spiritual life is just going to go down and down and down so here what is the most powerful prayer it's the mass and it's going to make us holy Then what also is another fruit of the Mass is the holiness of the priest. And we really need to go to Mass in order to pray for priests, the one who offer the Mass. And we really have to understand the beauty of the Mass and how precious it is that a priest is able to say Mass. And so we go to pray for ourselves and our family, but we also really see that the Mass is very good for priests and we must also pray for priests. Then the third fruit of the Mass is to really give God his due honor, as we have spoken about. In heaven, we are giving God his due honor by continuously praising him. If we don't know how to praise God and what to praise him about, that's going to really show us that we don't really understand this world and we don't understand everything that's happening. And finally, we need to pray for the church. And that is the fourth fruit of the mass is the really the beautiful holiness of the church. We got to pray for the holiness of the church. And as we see, this is obviously in the human element of the church. In the divine element of the church, she is without spot, without wrinkles. She is the new Jerusalem. She is perfect. Right. Divinely established by God. And in the human element, however, we have a different story, right? We have a lot of sinful members in Holy Mother Church. We have some saints, right? But also very sinful members, including ourselves. And here, when we go to Mass, a fruit of the Mass is it ups the level of the human element of the holiness that is needed for the human element of the church. So when we see that, for example, 20%, less than 20% of Catholics go to Mass on Sundays, and then even a smaller number go to daily Mass, we see that the holiness of the church has really just tanked that is in her human element. Remember the holiness of the church in her divine element is always pristine and beautiful but in her human element the level of holiness in the church is just tanking, tanking, tanking. This is why again we don't have as many nuns and religious and monks and priests. This is why a lot of people don't know their faith. This is why a lot of people don't know how to genuflect. A lot of people don't even know how to properly make the sign of the cross or even the responses at mass all of these things we see that there is such a dearth a lack of knowledge of how to even go to mass or what to do during mass what do we do at mass are we just watching something like a youtube are we watching a tv show like we're just kind of watching the priest do what he does no we are participating in the very sacrifice of the priest and the sacrifice of god which happens on the altar We're here the priest offers up the son of god back to the father right the cross is really there we are outside of time at mass it's a transcendent moment when we are there from the double consecration when the priest lifts up the host and says this is my body and then this is my blood with the chalice right holding the chalice up there is the beautiful presentation again of calvary we are at calvary really Outside of time, we are transcending time. The mass is otherworldly. And then at that moment here, we are tapping into the infinite merits of Christ where we can pray for the world. So the increase of our own holiness, the holiness of the members of our family. We are asking God for grace to pour upon them. And of course, on the human element of the church, praying for the pope, the cardinals, the bishops, everyone who needs prayer in the church. And then for all those who are not part of the church that they can convert and come to true church. So here we see that if we really were assisting perfectly at mass, right, this would help our virtue and our happiness just skyrocket through the roof, right? Here, if we have any difficulty, if we go to mass and we pray with the help of God and the Blessed Virgin Mary, as we should at Mass. Everything would be solved, right? Here we wouldn't need all of the extra, you know, things. Obviously, you know, psychology is good, etc., in the correct way. But here a lot of difficult problems would be solved if we just went to Mass and of course go to confession first, uh, make sure we're not in the state of moral sin. And then we can receive communion and then participate in the beautiful fruits of Holy Mass. And so let's pray that everybody come back to Mass. Let's pray that if we already go to Mass, that we really understand the beauty of the Mass and really see what's being given to us. Because when the veil is gone and when we really see in heaven or in purgatory or in hell, right, what the Mass was, right, we will wish that we had really really went to Mass as often as possible and with the greatest attention possible. So we ask God that in this life, right, we may treasure the Mass and really see what a gift it is and really see what we should do during Mass. That is the due worship of God through the help of the saints and especially the Blessed Virgin Mary. Let's also remember that if we miss Mass on Sunday, Through our own fault. Again, it is a serious sin. If it's not through our own fault, that is, if we're sick or we have to take care of somebody who's sick, that's not a mortal sin. It's not a sin at all, right? If it's not through our own fault, we didn't want it, but we still want to go to mass, etc., right? It's not our fault. But this is very important, right? We still need to give that hour to Jesus. Right. So only if like we can't even think it's so difficult right here, we at least can offer up some suffering. But for example, some people, you know, they might just be stuck in bed, at least in bed. We have to be praying, you know, something that is going to be one hour, at least watching it at home or still, you know, maybe hearing the Bible being read. If we can't read it ourselves or at least praying the rosary and then meditating upon the mysteries of God, we need to do something that is going to be a proper substitute, proper, proper substitute for not being able to go to Mass. This is really important. If we don't do that, right, then that also is a serious sin. We have to remember this, right? So people, when they're traveling, for example, they're like, oh, I don't have time. I couldn't find a Mass. Okay, I understand you couldn't find a Mass. But in the hotel room, you need to do, we need to do something which is going to make up for that time. So they actually need to pray. We need to actually pray in our hotel room for that one hour, or at least watch it you know, on YouTube or Or, you know, at least read the Bible for an hour, meditate on things for an hour. We still, the commandment is to keep the Sabbath holy, right? It actually doesn't say, you know, go to Sunday Mass, right? Usually the way that we're supposed to go to Mass, right? Or keep the Sabbath day holy is to go to Mass. That's what God, you know, in the ordinary meaning means by that. But if we're not able to, we still need to keep the Sabbath day holy. That's still under pain of mortal sin. So here, make sure we understand all those things and make sure that everybody that is around us understands that. And we, of course, treat Sunday holy and of course, treat Sunday mass, you know, as a non-negotiable and that we really try to go to daily mass so that we can really pray for all the things that we need and become great saints. Amen. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please consider supporting Spirit Filled Hearts Ministry with a one time or monthly gift. Spirit Filled Hearts Ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We are only funded by generous donors who believe in our mission to evangelize.